times because our times are very different from those times thousands of years ago when many of the world's major religions were born. So we have a high value on spontaneity, on things that people create for themselves. We don't have a lot of traditional sacred texts that we draw on. I want to say a word about what it means to bless something. To bless something is really a way of saying, this thing is sacred, it's important. And sacred doesn't just mean something you bow down to. What it means is something that you say has a value that goes beyond the value of your comfort, your convenience, your profit. Something that is so important that you don't want to see it compromised, you don't want to see it hurt, you don't want to see it destroyed. Sacred and sacrifice have the same root. So when something is sacred, it's something that you might be willing to make a sacrifice for in order to protect, in order to help serve. When you bless something, it's like you're giving it a little charge of energy, a little juice. One way you can think of blessing for something, it's like cheering for something. I have a wonderful friend, George Lakey, who's a nonviolence trainer teaches people how to respond nonviolently to attacks, how to change the world in peaceful ways. And he tells a story once about doing a training and for a bunch of hardcore union guys, not spiritual, very practical, pragmatic guys. And one of them had just set a group to doing something and was standing around. And George said, well, what could you do while they're all doing your exercise? The guy said, well, I don't know. And George said, well, why don't you silently cheer for them? And he just looked at George and said, what? And George said, come here. You know, He sat him down on the couch. He brought the group over, and he had everyone focus and silently cheer for Bob on the couch. He said, Bob turned beet red, started to sweat. It was so intense that he almost couldn't stand it. That's the power that we have when we put our intention toward blessing, toward cheering, toward really giving and affirming what's going on with someone. So you can think of a blessing as like a, a cheer. And it really helps the health, the life, the energy of a person, of a plant, of a tree, of an animal, of a situation, if you can bring some of the energy of blessing to it. So we're going to begin with some of the blessings for the great passages of life. Birth, growth, union, celebration, death. And then talk some about blessings in more everyday situations. There are many wonderful ways to bless a new mother or an about-to-be mother, and a new baby. Where I live out in the hills of western Sonoma County, the women in our community have a tradition. When a woman is pregnant and about to give birth, we all gather together and each person comes and brings a bead, women and men both. And we sit the woman in a wonderful chair, like a throne, in the center of the circle, and bathe her feet with flowers and herbs that come from the land and that all have special qualities and meanings for healing 
and for luck and for strength. And then she holds a bowl and each of us comes forward with our bead and drops it into the bowl and makes a special wish, a special blessing for the baby. Later, some of the women take the beads and make them into a necklace. And then the mother-to-be can wear that necklace through her labor and can wear it on special occasions. Uh, And it's very beautiful in the circle to see many of the women who have now grandchildren and have been mothers long ago coming and all wearing their necklaces of beautiful beads. In our book, Circle Round, Raising Children in Goddess Tradition, we include many prayers and charms and rituals for pregnancy, for childbirth, and for welcoming a new baby. One of the things we suggest is building an altar in your home for the birth, putting on it the special things...